This is episode number 98 of the Middle Country Public Library podcast. Hello and welcome. I'm Sal DiVincenzo, joined by my colleague Sarah Fade. Hi. And playing the part of Nicole Rambo this week, Lucas Jennings. Hello. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole took the week off. She mm-hmm. deserved it. She mm-hmm. was working really hard on on uh, on a project here at the uh, the mm-hmm. library. So she has the week off. Lucas, thank you so much for for filling in. You're welcome. And, and coming down to the studio. I'm I'm gonna try and do my best. All she right. gave me um, instructions okay. for the best Rambo. So yes. So <laughs> <laughs> so this week, uh, since we're wrapping the year up, we're gonna talk about the things mm-hmm. that we enjoyed the most in 2019 as we count down towards 2020. Yeah. And um, well, Sarah, why don't you go first? Okay. And maybe I don't know. We'll if we'll see how how it works. Maybe we'll go back and forth. Maybe we'll just. Like go around the room, like round table it, and then come back to you. How's that sound? So you want me to go through my whole list or just one no, thing? No, just go through one thing, and then we'll have uh, Lucas do Nicole's, and then Lucas will do Lucas, and then Sal will do Sal. How's that? <laughs> I think you guys should alternate so we don't get confused Yeah, absolutely. Lucas mm-hmm. and Nicole. So yeah. do Nicole, then we'll Sal. And then we'll Sal, yeah. Yeah. And then, okay. yeah. Okay. And then the real you. And then the real Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sarah. So what did you like? Okay, so I'll, I made a little list, so I'm just going to go down my list. Okay. So music-wise, uh, one of my favorite bands, Refused, put out a new album so i'm very happy about refused that. is the band is refused band? is the band they're a swedish okay. punk rock band okay and um they came out like a long time ago and then they had this great album and then they broke up immediately after punk rock fashion wise and then so then it's been a bit and then they came out with some more albums and then they toured and then their last album was a little artsy but then this is sort of back to true form okay their album is called War Music. Okay. And I think, I don't know if you have the track now, but you will insert the track. Okay, you want me to insert the track? Okay. Okay, okay. and it's uh, it's REV001, so it's like Revolution 1. Okay. And that's one of my favorite songs. All right. We'll and they put, have a video. All right, we'll put, we'll put it link. in right mm-hmm. here. Okay, here's the song. Was that the only music you liked, though? Because I kind of feel like you were really excited about a band that came back this year. Tool came out Tool. with a new album. And did you see them live? I did see them live. And how was that? Um, you know, let me just say this. <laughs> I, I'm older, and a lot of the people that were there were not older. They were of the younger fan base. Okay. And they played maybe one or two songs that I knew. And literally... Like the singer made a joke, like if you were like born, <laughs> if you were like you know after this date, like you weren't even like you know You're alive when this. I wrote yeah. this song, yeah. and of course that made me not feel only feel old, but I was very happy they played that. But they played a lot of new stuff, which mm-hmm. I wish they played a lot. I wish they sort of did a mix of both. Okay, because they, they obviously they had a new album out this year, which was after a, a long <clears throat> absence. Mm-hmm. So I guess they were pushing the new the new material. 
Yeah, which they they do, but because they were um, they didn't tour for so long, I felt like there you know there's so much music they could choose from. Sure, but uh, it was good though. I mean, they're always he's always a very good singer. Cool. Yeah. So Tool refused. I hear Faith and Morse coming out with stuff. But oh wow! Okay, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's it's uh, it's kind of weird for like punk rock, it's rock kinda, music. Kinda, it's, it's a lot of like I feel like the popular music now is evolving into something else. Well, I'm sure Nicole will have some stuff on her list that's <laughs> that's like where it's at. But all right. Speaking of Nicole's list, why don't mm-hmm. we move to Nicole's? Does did Nicole have a music choice? She yes, li- Nicole I did sent- have a music choice. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole sent a book, basically. Okay. So what was Nicole's music choice, Lucas? What so my say? favorite album is Lizzo, Cause I Love You. Okay. Uh, my favorite song is Three Nights by Dominic Fike. He's okay. a rapper. Okay, very cool with that. And Lucas, did you have a music pick for this, this year? I did. So my favorite new album is called Pang. Okay. It's by a singer called Caroline Polachek. She used to be in a band called Chairlift, Ooh. which I had never listened to, but I stumbled upon her on YouTube and got into that. Very good. Uh, my uh, favorite album of 2019, uh, which for me wasn't really a big music year for me, I have to be, I have to be frank, mm. but um, believe it or not, Phil Collins really re-released some music, and he released something called Other Sides, a compilation of um, outtakes, remixes, different versions, all that kind of stuff. It's actually a double album, because in addition to that, he released an album of remixes called Remixed Sides. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. Lots of sides. Lots of, of sides. Yes. Yeah, so I'm a, I'm a big fan of Phil Collins. I know I'm probably my age. I'm probably letting everybody know where I, where I stand. Um, but I thought it was, it was nice to hear from him again because he kind of like left the public eye for a while and, and now he's back. He and, did? Yeah. And uh, hopefully he'll have some new material coming up. Especially don't do a biopic about him. Yeah, exactly. Because mm-hmm. he's know. got a, a big history. Yeah. Big musical history. Him and Billy Joel probably are in the next. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, Sarah. So we did music. What mm-hmm. about your movie? And I can see it from here. And I'm mm-hmm. so shocked. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yes. So John Wick 3 mm-hmm. came out this year, which I'm very, very happy about. And um, just so you guys know, there is a John Wick 4 on the horizon. Wow. Wow. All right. Cool. But uh, yeah. is it true that John Wick 4 is coming out the same day as Matrix 4? That's what they say, but I, I don't. That. I don't believe that. It's so far away that uh-huh. you know. So anyway, so w- some of the things that I enjoyed about John Wick three. A lot of times, like after a while, you're like, eh, it's kind of boring. But Holly Berry is, you know, and they added her, and I think she should have her own movie. Like a, I spin-off. agree. Right, Nicole agrees <laughs> with me that Holly Berry should have her own movie, and um, Lawrence Fishburne once again has some good one liners, and uh, Mark. DeCascos is in this, and he was actually, people, you would know this, he was in the Iron Chef, the original Iron Chef. Really? Yes. Not the original. That was his dad. Oh, wow. And then when it came to America, um, he took over, and then it warped into some food channel. Wait, Iron Chef, so. like the competition? Yeah. 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 So, and then, I've like, it's, it. it's crazy where, like, you know, they say something in, like, Japanese, and then he bites into an apple, and he's like... Mrr. So he was an actor. Do you he remember wasn't, that? He was an act- no. He was not an actual chef. Right? Yeah, he was an okay. actor who played 
the Iron Chef, right? He did he play? He was oh, he sort of the, like the uh, grandmaster. The grandmaster, yeah. Of, yeah. Yeah, he was like in charge the of the puppet yeah. master <laughs> of, the right. of the chef. Chefs. Yeah, yeah. So Maybe he, we can find in yeah, the trailer. Yeah. But um, anyway, so he's in it, but he um, was very good because he is actually um, trained in martial arts, and I particularly enjoyed his character as well. Nice. And I think I sent you a YouTube clip of yes. my one of my. He was a very funny scene. It was very enjoyable. And I will put it in the show notes. Yeah. But I do, Halle Berry needs her own. Okay. She was very good in it. She has some hit or miss movies. She nailed it. Cool. She's a believable action star. She's older. Like sometimes you see action stars that are women, and you're like, oh, please. She's like a twig. Mm. I, don't, I don't buy that at all. Okay. But I, I but, believe her. Yeah. Uh, Lucas. In in your Lucas voice, please, okay. <laughs> Nicole's <Yes>. Nicole's because <laughs> it's it's freaking me out. No, uh, Nicole's. <laughs> it's like Nicole is right here. Nicole's. Uh, what was Nicole's uh, movie pick? Oh, in my Lucas voice. Okay. Yeah. yeah my like... my Nicole is a little too um, peppy, <laughs> a little too airy. Um, what did she say for for her movie pick? She has for a lot. her movie pick. Yeah. yeah you, whatever she put down there. Oh no, oh, she, she has, has two, two movies. Two movies. Uh, okay. Ready or not. Which for me, Lucas is waiting for me downstairs. Cool. Um, and Knives Out, which everyone has been saying is amazing. Yeah, that's in the movie theater. People don't request it. Yeah, that's Ryan Johnson. Right. Yeah. Just wait till the new out. DVD list. Yeah. yeah. He'll be lucky if he Sometime gets my money future. ever again. Oh, what did I just say? <laughs> Whoa. Is that? Do I have to edit that? Out? <laughs> Maybe. What he did to my childhood. Anyway. Um, oh, and Lucas. And Lucas. Lucas doesn't watch a lot of new movies. Okay. He's not very on top of movie watching. Right. Um, Sarah and I mm-hmm. watched Midsommar. Midsommar? Midsommar? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're right. And that's the only new movie that I liked enough to say was my favorite movie. <laughs> wow. But when we watched it, I did not really like it. Well, it's very it was cer- a sleeper. Was it, it was cerebral? a sleeper. Very it was cerebral. cerebral. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, you had to um, digest it. Okay. And right. it was a tough, a tough. Uh-huh. I feel like with that movie, once again, it was mislabeled. Like, I just don't think it was a horror that they yeah. sort of pushed it as. But I know what, when not, I saw it, I yeah. said I would not watch it again, but I would watch it again. And I think I would like it more. Me too. Because I think the acting in it was good. Yeah. This might take away. I want to watch it again. Yeah. It's more of a drama. Mm-hmm. Um, very unsettling. Uh, and I agree that it had bad advertising because they hyped it up as very terrifying and, you know, daytime horror. And it was not exactly that. Not at all. But suspenseful, though. No, No, not even suspenseful. I don't know quite the word to put on it. You were kind of on edge, but not in a way, like at a certain point, you felt like you knew what was going to happen. It's hard to describe. It's sort of a psychedelic. Psychedelic. Absolutely. Psychedelic. Was it like Mandy? No, no, no. <laughs> Mandy. Was it like Mandy? Without, Mandy was psychedelic, without, yeah. but it was like high octane. Okay. Yeah. This, this is, more, is like this okay. is like a, a, a bedtime story creepy, compared to Mandy. Like creepy. Well, yeah, you, you know, you're, creepy, se- you're, sell- you're selling it for it's me. A, I'm a psychedelic you, slow burn. I don't know how else yeah. to. That's a good yeah. Slow burn. Slow burn. Mm-hmm. It's like cool. yeah. I agree. Nice. Did you see Mandy? No, I you still should. haven't seen Mandy. Yeah. You should. Watch it and then listen to our to I think our you movie. Would. Right. Okay. <laughs> you might like it. 
So I, I, uh, so that's it for you for uh, Lucas. For what movies, else you have? yes. For and I did. I don't watch TV shows TV consistently shows. at all. Okay. So I have no TV shows. All right, that's fine. I'm sure Sarah will have them. Of course, my movie. I think this probably will not be a surprise, but my the, my favorite movie of 2019 was Toy Story Four. Oh, I thought it was fantastic. Very much enjoyed it. I didn't see that. Yeah. I thought you were about to say the new Star Wars. I haven't seen it. Mm. And I thought you were going to say Lion King live and action. I will go out on a limb here and say I probably am going to wait until it comes into the library to watch it. Mm. Really? Yes. The reviews are it's all over the place. I think you should go place. in as a fan. And that's it. You shouldn't go in like yeah. really critical. Just go in thinking. Maybe. Yeah. I have we'll zero see. hopes for this film. I'm just going to enjoy and it. And that might be, that might, if I did that, I probably, maybe it will make it a good thing. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I don't know. I'll, I'll, I didn't I'll see let it. you, I'll let you know. I'll let you know. Um, okay. So mm-hmm. now TV. Yes. As Lucas had mentioned, you're mm-hmm. going to talk about net, a net, something on Netflix, Sarah. Yes. Okay. What do you got? Okay, so um, one thing that I was very excited about, and it was in, it met my expectations, and I only say this because when I was younger, the Dark Crystal was a very important part of my growing up, and it formed sort of like my tastes and my interests in film. Like, I really love fantasy. I love anything with, like, good special effects is why I like horror so much because it has awesome special effects if it's good. And, you know, it actually wanted to be involved and that when I grew up, it didn't happen. Here I am in the library. But um, when I heard that they were redoing it and continuing it, I was very, very excited. And especially when I found out that they were doing it the traditional way, um, mixed in with some like 3D stuff. But that, that's okay. But they did a really good job. And um, I encourage anyone who's into sort of special effects and fantasy and Jim Henson, like back in the day. This is like classic Jim Henson. Yes. Okay. And it's a drama. So it's a drama set in sort of this world and you have to sort of suspend your beliefs and just go with it and enjoy the dramatic storyline. And Yeah. It's a series? Yeah. I thought it was a movie. No, it's a series. So and you can... Do you think you shouldn't watch it if you haven't watched the original Dark no. Crystal? And, and let me just say this. The Dark Crystal, I don't think is a children's... Movie. Uh, I saw no, it yeah, as I agree. I agree with you. It's not. It would scare kids, yeah. I think, now. Yeah. And um it's sort of boring. It's long and it's kind of boring. So like, you know, I rewatched it and I'm like, oh <laughs> this is like I was doing like good thing I was doing stuff because I'm like, this is a little you don't need to watch that to see okay. the I fans of that will enjoy the series. Cool. But it's done very well. I mean it's beautiful I think it's beautiful. So I heard I, very good things about yeah, it. Yeah, I hope it win some awards for special effects. It deserves it. And Sarah, do you think that'll end up on DVD? It'll be here at the library? You know, I'm just going to put this out there so everyone knows Mm. Netflix. They're stingy. It's hard. They have such long wait times with their TV shows and their miniseries. It's like things that were out like three years ago, it still can't get it for the library. So as soon as we can get it legally, I say that Mm. legally, Mm -hmm. we will get it for the library. Okay. So I can't say when. But you know I will get it. Sure, sure. All right, so Lucas, what was Nicole's TV pick? <laughs> Nicole loves Pen15 on Hulu. She says it's okay. funny. It is, is funny. Is that okay? Yeah, that's fine, yeah. <laughs> um, she loves Unbelievable, which is very dramatic on Netflix. Is that one based on... Oh, that well, was good. It's a limited miniseries. Mm-hmm. It's, so it's one Is it based done. on so, a true story or just, yes. you know... Okay. And yeah. it has Tony Collette in it. And um, I don't know her name, but she was the nurse in 
not the main nurse. The assistant nurse. And Nurse Jackie, she was also in The Walking Dead. You've seen her. I know you guys know her. Okay. We'll put it in the liner notes. But she's in it. And she's excellent. So it's very a very good okay. dramatic Okay. Show. Um, she also loves the last season of Fleabag and Russian Doll and more. I love TV so much. That's what she says. Is that what she says? <laughs> With four exclamation points. She does. Yeah. And Lucas, you said you don't watch TV. No. You don't have any, anything I, that you want to talk about. I'm Why trying don't to think you about like it. TV? Is it just because? It's not that I don't like it. It's that I have a hard enough time getting myself to watch a movie. So getting like... myself to watch a 12-hour commitment. Well, it's probably not 12 hours, but 12-episode commitment is mm. difficult. Really? If I start, if someone, like, if I have someone <clears throat> to watch it with, um, that helps. Like, mm. I have been watching, re-watching the TV show Hannibal with my mm. sister. And because she wants to, she's seeing it for the first time and she wants to see what happens. Um, it's easier to get into it that way. But it's hard for me, myself, to just pick up a new show and stick with it. I feel that way about movies. Like, yeah. if I haven't seen it, like, because I can do little bite size. You know, episodes, I'm like, oh, I'll watch it here and I'll watch it there. And I'll... But like a movie, like if it's like The Irishman or whatever, it's like ridiculously long, three, three and hour. a half hours. Yeah. I'm like, I can't sit here for three and a half. Like, it's very hard yeah. for me to be like, focus. Like, I can rewatch a lot of movies. Like, and like, I can do that. Like, that's mm. no big deal. But like, to put in a new movie and to commit myself to not doing anything and absorbing yeah. it is harder for me. Like, yeah. I'm the opposite of you. What about you, you, you uh, YouTuber? I I'm mostly YouTube, but I did I, I I am watching two. I did watch one show earlier in the year, which I enjoyed very much, which was the Orville, which oh, is yes. Seth MacFarlane's um, sci-fi show. And that's on channel. And that was on Channel Five. It was on Fox. They canceled it. No, oh. Disney moved it to Hulu. Oh. So it's just Disney an, moved it to Hulu, Hulu not yes. Disney Plus. Not Disney Plus. No. So that's going to be another. <laughs> subscription service i'm going to have to get next year and right now what i'm watching which is fantastic star is... trek picard no that's next year oh. uh the mandalorian oh yeah and that is on disney plus i love the mandalorian well baby and, yoda and it is fan the child they call him the child we don't know if it's yoda yet yet we don't know it could be could be a clone. Could Wait, be a clone. so when does the mandalorian take place mandalorian takes place five years after the end of uh, the Last Re Jedi? Return of the Jedi. Original trilogy. So it's five years after Luke defeats the Emperor. Well, technically, uh, Darth so Vader this defeats is the Emperor. After I defeated the Emperor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, that's right. After <laughs> Lucas threw... Yeah. Um, so this is before this Rey is, and... Oh, way before. This okay. is, yeah, 25 years. I, you know, Do we know what um, race Yoda is from or... Well, that's the thing is that uh, George Lucas meant for this for this uh, this alien race to be very uh, mysterious. Mm -hmm. There's only one other character from this race. Uh, I think it's Yaddle is the is the character, uh, which was in the prequels. But the there's a lot of rumors going on online about who the child, as they call it, or what most people are saying, Baby Yoda, yeah. is. And there is a possibility that he's either a clone, perhaps, of Yoda or related somehow, Or, but we'll see. Mm. He's definitely Force-sensitive. He's got the Force. He's got it. Uses yeah, it. well, he, he, you know. He knows what he's doing. 
Yeah. Yeah. So well, I'm if very I were excited. to have a baby, I the child, I would want a child with the forest. <laughs> yes, exactly. To save yes. me. Pick Great. up your room and yeah. shoo, everything's done. <laughs> to heal me, to kill yes, giant exactly. beasts that are yeah. charging at me. Mm. Yes. Remarkably, it is the first television show since my daughter was born that my wife and I are actually watching. Wow. You know, like religiously. So every week we sit down, we have we share our our wireless earbuds, so she has one, I have one, so it's not blasting. How old is your daughter? I, I know she I, is five. Yeah. I ask you this yes. every other episode. How so, old is And I got to say, so this is the thing about about what my she's daughter. She's gonna get watches. old enough to watch yes. these shows. With she's you, getting, yeah, she's getting there. I'd say seven, eight. Right? But let me tell you a show that I watched with her. I'm not gonna say it's my favorite, but I Mass do Singer. recommend it. No, no, no. I like the missing, but I'm gonna highly recommend this. And as an adult, I enjoyed this show, mm-hmm. and it is Green Eggs and Ham. It is on Netflix. It was a spectacular animated series. I think I mentioned this a few weeks ago. It's the most expensive animated series in history. Green Eggs and Ham. Green Eggs and Ham. It stars Michael Douglas. I didn't know this happened. It's Michael Douglas. uh, Why is it the most expensive? For the voices? I think probably, yeah. Yeah, it's Warner Brothers animation, and if you've ever seen like the Warner Brothers Batman animation from like years ago, Mm -hmm. it's like really good. It's really good. But I highly recommend that. It's not necessarily my favorite because I didn't get. Is too it stylized deep. like Batman, it's, or is it stylized no, like it's stylized Seuss? like Seuss? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think it's like six point five million dollars an episode, something ridiculous like that. And it's stylized like Seuss, and it costs that yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah. Well, it's be- I think it's because you know they have Michael Douglas and uh, Adam Devine and uh, Eddie Sorry. Izzard and Diane Keaton. Oh, Tra- that's that's wow. why Tracy Morgan. John Turturro. These are like yeah, really that's why like so heavy much. hitters. Yeah. But really really fantastic. So it's funny. It is funny, but not really. I mean, it, there's there's drama in it. I mean, it's got its moments where mm-hmm. not like tense drama, but just it's got so much heart and I was really shocked. There's uh 13 episodes and you should see it. It's on Netflix. Mm. All right. And even though that's not one of my favorite things of 2019, I do recommend it. Okay. If uh and and if you're a fan of Seuss, definitely. Mm-hmm. That reminds me that of not favorite things, but I did watch the last se- uh, season of Game of Thrones. That's the only season of Game of Thrones I ever watched. That's terrible. <laughs> Out of all the Game of Thrones, you saw the one that everyone was poo-pooing yeah. the most. Well, I had this grand notion of last year watching the entire series before the finale because I've only known about it because everybody talks about it. Mm-hmm. I never actually sat down and watched it. And then I thought, oh, I could watch it all and then, you know, join everyone for this cultural event of the final season. But then I never did. I forgot. And so I just decided to watch it anyway. And I just watched a lot of clips of old, important events. Um, And I was also disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) This is your favorite thing, Lucas. Yes. Right. That's true. So we have uh, music, Mm -hmm. movies, and TV. Mm-hmm. And now what we're going to do is we're going to actually take a break. So you're going to have to come back next week to hear the rest of this episode. So stay tuned next week, which is episode 99 is next week. Uh, we will have the conclusion of our favorite things of 2019. So if you want to listen to older episodes or read our show notes, visit our website, mcplibrary.org forward slash podcasts. So for Sarah Fade and... Lucas Jennings, in for Nicole Rambo. I'm Sal DiVincenzo. Happy New Year, everyone.